Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Rocky and Creed in review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle himself, Andy Cortez. Hello, hello, everybody. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I want to be the greatest one day at something. I just don't know what. I want to find out (laughs) really desperately. (laughs) And joining us as well, the one and only Sancho West. Gentlemen, one review at a time, you know, one podcast within a podcast at a time. We got Creed 2, baby. Creed 2, baby. One more to go, right? This is uh, the, the last movie that's officially out. Then next time, next week, we'll be back with Creed 3, giving our thoughts on that, on uh, the, the Major Watch. Is that what you're calling it? Yeah, uh, on the Major Watch. Overwatch. Yeah. We'll have to see how that all goes. And the, But then eventually we will return. We will return because apparently there is a, a Drago spinoff happening. So oh, they announced that in 2022. So we'll see if it actually ends up happening. But I, I take back the Overwatching because there's no Jonathan Majors anywhere present in the word Overwatch. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> oh God, you said it. it. I looked watch. at you. Yeah. I was like, I'm I'm with you, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> but then I'm also used to that because I normally don't get. Yeah, I'm used on. to Nick. To, like Nick will include a word mm-hmm. in a pun. But then change that pun to something else to where the original word is now absent. So you kind of lose the thread of it. Yeah, we'll think of a major watch. What, what else was it? We were doing a... At one point, someone said pots today. I said Annie Pots, Little Orphan Annie. <laughs> Thank and people you. were like, we're wow. so far off the mark. <laughs> we, we're just gone. Where are we? Is where even are, where we? are we? We are here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. That's where you can watch every episode of In Review. You can also check out RoosterTeeth.com is, if video is the way that you like to consume. But guess what? If you want things straight in your ear holes, search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny In Review, and we'll be right there for you. If there's a franchise that you love or hate, chances are we have watched, recapped, and reviewed it. Uh, so... You should, every once in a while, the music throws you off. You know what I mean? That was one of those times I was just like, I've got here. It's Friday, y'all. It's been a very long week, and I appreciate your patience with us this entire time. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the show ad-free and watch it live as we record it. Uh, You can also get a whole bunch of fun bonus content. Um, Today we're brought to you by HelloFresh. I'll tell you about that later. Um, But you know who won't? have to hear those ads our beautiful patreon producers uh trent barry james hastings colin huguenel casey andrew and nathan lamoth thank you all so very much for your support but today we're talking about creed roman numeral two released on november 21st creedy. 2018 creedy yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> re- nice. november 21st 2018 we saw this in theaters together we did uh, with yusuf Yes. Yusuf McGee. And this oh, was like, I mean, he was, okay. he's always been jacked. Like, I'm pretty sure he came out the womb just like, ugh. Just but uh, this thing. movie, I feel like, changed him. It's, it certainly inspired him to, like, get a little bit more cut, if that was even possible. I mean, we had, we had talked a long time ago um, about just sort of, like, the physiques in these movies and how, how much energy it takes to get there. And I think he, he, he got inspired one way. I got kind of inspired the other way. 
Yeah. Right, where he was inspired to go work out harder mm-hmm. and like diet better and like you know really work on his physique and his abs. You I took the I Sylvester just, Stallone. Approach. I just did the opposite. I just did nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I went the other way with I, it. I'm pretty the good poly. at knowing like what type of body the poly you get after <laughs> spicy nugs because we had a lot of good spicy nugs from from uh, Jack in the Box today. We did. It's not a good body. It's a good body. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this one had a runtime of two hours and ten minutes. Uh, it was directed by Stephen Cappell Jr. Um, Sylvester Stallone backed out of directing this film, so they had to get the backup, which was Stephen. Uh, originally, um, we were going to get an entire trilogy from. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Black Panthers. Ryan, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Coogler. The Coogie uh, was going to do a trilogy, Coogs. but then because of Black Panther, couldn't do that. So then it went to Sylvester Stallone. He ended up backing out. So then it went to Stephen Cappell Jr., uh, who in 2017, Forbes named one of the 30 under 30. So you know what? We have hey, something wow. in common. We have another thing in common. Uh, he's directing Transformers Rise of the Beasts, the seventh live action Transformers film. Oh, God bless. Him. I'm not doing that, but I'm a fan of Transformers. So we have that. Same person. A lot of yeah. connections. I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hopeful for that. You're, the, you're basically the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, the music was once again done by Ludwig Gorenson. That's the music, everybody. Uh, budget $50 million, box office of $214 million. Dollars, Nick Scarpino. Yeah, I want to start with you. Yeah. What did you think of Creed Two on your second viewing ever? This is my second viewing ever, and I, you know, I'm surprised how much I like this movie. Uh, you surprise. know, yeah. I mean, I guess surprise is the wrong word. I'm delighted by how much I like this movie. Um, in theaters, and then the second time watching it, I found it very interesting. Um, I like. I think that it's got a little bit more depth as far as the character arcs are concerned. Um, and it does something that I really just appreciate, which is that it kind of humanizes Victor, uh, which is not, you know, you don't get the antagonist a lot. You don't get to see his journey a lot. Um, but I think, you know, we, we think fondly back of the movies we liked the most. It was the ones where we really got to know Creed and really got to know what, what he was all about and kind of saw it from his perspective. And I think Victor is a very tragic character and he's kind of haunted by his father's past. He's haunted by the fact that his mother left him. Um, and then comes back and then leaves, and him, leaves again. him again. Um, and I think that there's, I think there's something there. There's something there of interest to me. Like, you know, when you start the movie off, um, you're seeing him sort of just sort of as this one dimensional thing. And it's not until we get to that dinner where he goes, like, you kind of see the struggle he's been through and sort of the pain he's been through kind of living in this shadow and having been pushed this hard by his father, who by the end of the movie kind of realizes what he's been doing to his son. Um, not only that, but I just find I think I just find the story of someone who has gotten to the top and is struggling to deal with what that means uh, a little bit more fascinating than the tried and true story of getting to the top. Um, I like where we find Donnie in this. I like where, he, where he's just like, I'm, I don't feel like the champ. I don't feel like these things. And I like that one, that one discussion he has with his mother uh, with Felicia Rashad in, in the kitchen where he's like, I just don't feel like the champ. She goes, if your father were here, he would tell you he didn't either. You never feel like you're the champ. You always feel like you're chasing this legacy um, and how much that has sort of like messed with his head. I just think it's really cool. It's a cool space for the writers to play in. And I think Michael B. Jordan gets a little bit more um, to work with as far as the script is concerned and his character is concerned in this. And I think he has some really, really standout moments. Uh, and then the supporting cast is great. Rocky's great as well. I, I like this movie a lot. Sancho. Dude, like, 
when we played Call of Duty yesterday, and you're like, Sancho, I cannot wait to talk to you about this movie. Uh, this was Nick, and I was like, dude, same. I echo literally everything you just said. There's The thing about this movie that works really well is the, the hiccups that I had with the first Creed. It was Michael B. Jordan is so much more interesting. He has so much more to do. The cast of characters still remain the same. I think what was the biggest flaw in Creed 1 was that I didn't really – care about his opponents and that is a big uh, component of rocky is the antigone uh, the the opponent the antigonist those are the most important things that we get that's why we love creed so much and then for them to dip back into drago i remember after you know creed 2 uh, this is my second time as well and i was really worried because i remember i didn't like it the first time i saw it mm. and i think it's because i wasn't really like intimately trying to follow the story versus like it's just accepting it as a rocky movie instead it's mm -hmm. more of a character study of creed himself and that is why i enjoyed this so much more it's so much more better than the second one now i don't know where i would rank it amongst all the rockies yet i have an idea but i, I want to save that for the end you know we gotta get that mm -hmm. that runtime going but i definitely enjoyed it there's something special that i think about when you, I don't know, you fellas out there or anyone who watches movies, sometimes your significant other just doesn't want to watch a movie. Uh, you have to watch it like at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. <laughs> sometimes to get it in, yeah. right? So I'm sitting there when I watched it uh, two nights ago, and I'm literally bawling and crying at some moments, and I'm getting hyped at some moments at the right moments. And it, and that is something that Rocky Balboa did during this interview process. And I was, I echoed the same thing, very delighted, very surprised. And very um shocked at how much how much impact this movie does despite following a semi-different formula than most rockies follow uh you know it did the rocky three thing where it mm -hmm. had two two big fights into into it actually had three fights but having a back-to-back -back fight and i i love the wrestling part of it as well where we let creed keep the belt and then go up against drago again and i love that notion that he has imposter syndrome and i and i love that notion as well that there's a thing in wrestling uh when i wrap this up is some people are better at chasing belts and some people are better champions because it's much more intriguing to watch and like nick said michael b jordan as champion who doesn't believe himself is was much more interesting to watch than an echo of rocky balboa the underdog and the last thing i want to say is stallone is just phenomenal and that sweet it was a bittersweet moment of him sitting on the uh, on the side of the ring just like he's sitting in front of adrian's I gravestone that. i love it and i was just like when did this happen? Did they add this in this yeah. movie? I did not remember. <laughs> the same thought. Dude, I, I was, was like, I don't like, remember that. This is so poetic, poetic and so beautiful. And he's like, no, it's your turn, kid. And he was something like that. And, he, and it just so, it's so like, if this is the end of Rocky, which we know, because um, we, you know, there's so much things with Creed 3. But if this is the last thing I would see Rocky in, I'd be okay with it. And for that, it's definitely better than Creed 1 by a mile, in my opinion. Andy Cortez. Yeah, I'm totally with Sancho. I think this movie, this movie blew me away. I after being kind of fairly into Creed One and having some issues with it, um, I I found myself just thoroughly entertained by all this. I think the two fights, the second and third fight in this movie, are better than any other fight in any other Rocky movie like ever. Like uh, throughout all this interview, uh, the second fight where he um, retains the title because of the disqualification. And the final fight. I think they're just framed so amazingly. We get Max Kellerman on the call doing a great job. But also just like all of the dramatic moments that we were kind of wanting from the other Rocky movies with having like 
seeing the the ringside, seeing his corner being like, now mm-hmm. do this, and then that thing happens, and then that thing maybe doesn't work because the other guy outsmarts him. Like that chess game is just so fascinating to watch. Um, I, I I do feel like the the daughter's death story feels like it could have been a part that you maybe found out was cut later. Like, oh, did you know the daughter's supposed to be deaf in the movie, but they cut that storyline out. That felt like an extra thing that I didn't necessarily need because I already had enough drama of a person who grew up without his father trying to deal with his child and trying to be that while struggling with it uh, in a lot of different ways. I feel like the the daughter being uh, having a sort of loss of hearing as well was kind of like an added thing that... I didn't necessarily hate. It's kind of like the Rocky cancer story in part one. It's like, I didn't need this, but it's here, and I guess I just have to kind of be okay with it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I would have preferred it not being there. It just felt like kind of an extra obstacle, even though it felt like there was already enough for these characters to deal with. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Stallone is fucking phenomenal in this movie. I love the emotion that Michael B. Jordan shows when he's on the hospital bed. It reminded me a lot of... Jesse Pinkman in the hospital when Walt goes to go mm-hmm. visit him and he's like, get the fuck out. Why are you here? You know, like that. God, it was so powerful. This movie's fucking great. It's probably going to be my number one. I just think it succeeds all the way through. Um, and yeah, I thought it was awesome. Tim. I, I really love this movie. Um, it is such a fun watch. I, I can find myself watching this movie over and over and over again. I'm surprised I haven't since I first saw it in theaters. This is my second time seeing it. But it's just such a blast. There's just so many memorable moments, so many things that I've wanted from the Rocky movies since we first started this, of like the hype entrances and like the cool choreography and cinematography for the fights. Um, and I just think that this movie kind of like achieved all those things like it's a lot of uh, uh yeah. check marks check boxes are, are checked off here um i think creed one is a better movie but i like this one more like this one definitely just has more of the things that i care about uh when it comes to this type of spectacle specifically sport movie um but i just think they made a lot of really really great calls i love bringing back drago and the other thing for me is i'm in a fairly unique position here having seen creed one and two not seen any of the rockies now doing all this having the backstory of all the Rockies specifically for obviously and even some elements of uh, six with uh, his son I was so much more impressed with Creed 2 this time than the first time because of those connections I think that Creed 1 works really 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 well like perfectly without having any history of Rocky like it's okay this one I think is very enhanced by knowing all the intricacies and stuff and I'm with you that some of the storylines specifically the the kid storyline is a little bit weaker compared to the other things but I enjoy it because I like that this it's a part of a saga they know that this is the is this the ninth movie in this, I guess? Or is, yeah, the, is Creed 3 the ninth? Eight, I think. This is eight, eight then. But like, yeah. we know there's going to be more. There probably is going to be more after Creed 3 as well, even in the Creed universe. So I like setting up the, sure. the family elements. <laughs> and like there is other things that they can kind of uh, pull into, just like we saw Rocky do for generations, uh, decades of, of movies. But there is just nothing more hype than the final fight in this. When they come really out good. and that laser shit's going around, Dude. we get, oh yeah. my God. It is just like I, every every moment of it is just, it is pure visual goodness. I, mm-hmm. I, my, I have two minor critiques of this movie. One is, did, didn't love the montage area when he has to, when he goes out of the desert. I thought they could have yeah. put a few Agreed. things extra in there. Like, you know, Agreed. we get the hype of the other montage where it's like, I'm Apollo Creed. I'm coming here to train you and we're going to do yeah. that now. Um, it could have been a little bit better. But my big criticism of this movie 
is that it makes all the entrances from all the other movies look weak as shit. As shit. No when he way. comes in to Icon, it is the, the oh. sickest thing I've ever. And honestly, that's cooler to me than when he find, when he comes in where she's singing. I mean, that's, that was dope I, as shit too. I, I, no, but here's dope the dope thing. thing. But dude, that too. that wall, that like tunnel that he's oh, in. Yeah. Is so disgusting. Oh, maybe okay. I, I'll give it a 50 50 tie because they do have the laser moment where it comes and stops, dude, and then it opens up. Are you on them. Like, that was pretty cool. That was pretty that was cool. Sick. That was sick. That My, was just incredible. I, I, I think it would have been cooler if Tessa Thompson wasn't singing live, but we realize he's coming into her song. Like, yeah, I think I that think would have been a cool thing where like it's a hype music track and here he comes out and then you see that like. Uh, I guess the subtitles to me led to, you know, mm-hmm. let me, like, I see Bianca is singing. I'm like, right. oh, shit, this is her song. That's fucking cool. Like, I think that would have been kind of a neater thing than, um, it just, it, it, I guess the realist in me feels like that's kind of implausible for someone to, like, well, come out singing a theme song and true. then, like, just go sit in the crowd. And it's like, well, like, usually you pre-record these because, like, you can't really sing people live. People do it all the time. No, but no, people, like, like, every time you see, like, Super Bowl halftime shows or whatever like the pre they're always performed live but pre-recorded so right. that things don't fuck up sound wise so like i was like just a little lame thing to kind of be bothered by but like <laughs> i thought it would i thought it would have been cool for him to come out to a dope song and then hear and then realize as the viewer oh shit he came out to one of bianca's songs the, that's fucking cool I, and i totally agree with you the only the challenging part and i'm sure the i'm sure the filmmaker was like we should do this the challenging part is the audience isn't familiar enough with her music to get Michael that. Michael B. Jordan looks at her and goes, this is your song. Your song. <laughs> my song is my song. I'm so glad I'm walking out to your song. Right. I think if that okay. the song had been a theme that was echoed throughout the couple movies, and then she, he, we'd come out to that, I think that could have happened. But yeah. as is, I think they were like, we've got to show Bianca. And Dude, it was awesome. I, I loved her coming out. The one thing I will say is the, the laser shit that's going on around him, where it's like, he looks like he's, he's in like a fucking tube of lasers, uh, is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I remember it's pretty cool. When we first saw it in, uh, in theaters, I was like, what the fuck is this? And that was leading into... I don't remember, some kind of funny live event of some sort. And I was talking to your brother. I'm like, how do we do this? And we were like looking into it. And apparently you can't do that. It only works because it's a camera trick. So that laser, we could see it. If people were in the arena, they wouldn't oh, be able to see it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So it's like like it is just a four-TV, four-movie okay. type You can get thing. beam splitters, though. Like, you can get lasers that go. You have to have a smoke haze in the environment, but you can get you can get. Yeah, you can you can mimic the effect, right. but, like, what they had going on there, sick. it's so damn cool. It's almost like cool. looking like there's video screens in front of them. And well, shit. we got you the other one. We got you the video screen, the giant video screen. Like the LED stuff. Yeah. So we got you that one. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, Thank you. Time out. Time out. I know we're getting ahead here, but you're telling me it's that Rock, in Rocky Four, where they had James Brown coming down from a statue and Apollo Creed is like, I want you to Drago. Come on. Man. I mean, I, <laughs> right, I, I love that. On, I mean, that was I hype. That. that was hype too. That was hype too. But like the entrances from Creed one, not as good. Not as good. I'm just saying better. these took it up a notch. Mm-hmm. These are when we started realizing that the Fast and Furious could could be ten movies. Yeah. I mean, now they're just like, what is Creed 3's entrance is going to be? I mean, like, they better knock it out incredible. fucking hard, man. Yeah, you're right. True. Jaden Smith's icon. Oh my god! It's even just so saying that I got chills. <laughs> the song's so nasty. good. Nasty. And, and, and like, what happened to Jaden? Like, it's such a good song. It just kind of he just kind of went away. He's got I'm, bored. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when you drop that as like your like, like the, the key song on your first album, I don't even know if it was an album, it was like three songs. 
You're just like, I'm done. It was the hottest song I've ever fucking heard in my life. Yeah. Love that shit. Uh, but yeah, I really love this movie. movie. Um, and I, it was a blast. And again, I just think it had all the things that I liked the most. And I can't wait to talk about those details with all of you. Uh, a real quick little fact I want to give you guys. Uh, Bridget hey. Nielsen, who reprises her role from Rocky IV in 1985 as Drago's ex-wife, uh, is the real-life ex-wife of Sylvester Stallone. We've covered that before. Uh, but what we didn't cover is that in this movie, she was seven months pregnant when shooting her scenes, making it necessary to shoot shoot around her bulging stomach is how they phrased it here uh she gave birth to her fifth child and first daughter frida exactly two weeks after the movie wrapped that, up but i kind of love that as just like a maybe a reason for why she's in it so little doesn't say anything and just kind of leaves but i also love it because that made her oh, yeah. so great in this she, movie she's it's like an haunting. espionage boss very yeah very <laughs> disney like too you know like a stepmother type vibe. Yeah, yeah 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 you know it's funny because she was not necessarily that in the first movie, right? She was sort of his manager and, like, taking care of him a little bit. And so to have her have this big role reversal in this is kind of haunting. Like, her mm-hmm. – that scene in the dinner with, like, the oligarch, and it's like, what's going on here? And then she comes yeah. in, and you're like, this is not a good environment for anyone to be. Like, I just feel uncomfortable watching that. And then, of course, yeah. Victor mirrors that when he freaks out. He's like, what's going on here? I don't like any of this shit. Um, but it's uh, – I mean, good on them. Good on her for for coming back to this and doing the cameo because it, it was it. I, I remember seeing that in theaters, being like, oh, "I did not expect Brigitte Nielsen to be coming back into this role right now." It's wild. Sandra, you're going to say something before we get to the plot. Oh no, I was I was going to say like the, the, that. It's interesting that as well, uh, Dolph Lundgren I think does a really good job. I mean, we, we could give him some of his flowers because his character was so one dimensional. He had that one moment, but for him to feel like. Hey, the reason why they're treating us this way is because I lost. Like when yeah. he said that in the dinner, it's like, it's my fault. I'm the failure. And for him to be so conditioned in that way to consider that he's, even though he's a great fighter in his world, even though, like, for example, when Creed lost, he's still considered one of the best in the world in America and in general. But when Dolph Longren lost, when Drago lost, he's a failure and he's literally living in the slums. And, and I just liked, I just liked it, man. I, I at first when I first saw it, I thought it was like, man, what a weird pool to use Drago. It's like dipping, double dipping. But for some reason, this time around, it worked really well. Well, it's it's especially interesting because you see where he is, right? He's not living in Russia anymore. He's in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. he starts in Kiev, very, which is very interesting. Wild, in right? He was like, they yes. like kicked him out of the country. They're like, you can't live here anymore. Um, Probably, I mean, yeah. the important note, of course, is that. Uh, two important distincting factors of of uh, you know Drago being where he is and Creed being where he is. Creed was champion for a really long time, and also True. Creed's from the good old fashioned U.S. of A. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, and that's all that matters. That's We're not gonna send the camera. Roger, <laughs> Roger, and Leanza came over to watch this with us uh, for the first time, and they haven't seen the Rocky movies. Um, so every once in a while, they'd ask some questions, and they're just like, "Wait, wait, so did he really die in the ring?" I'm like, "Yes, hey, yes, died. He, he died in the yes. ring. This man punched." This man's father, and he died in the ring. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, Rocky won and stopped the Cold War. Literally, the wall came down next day. Wild. Wild. Love it. Love it. But hey, you know what else I love? Sponsors. You're going to check them out right now. Shout out to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. Remember those New Year's goals you promised yourself that you'd stick to? Well, HelloFresh is here to help you eat better by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, taking the hassle 
out of dinner time. Fast and Fresh Recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes, so you can enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with Bernays sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using HelloFresh for years. Kevin loves how easy it is to get Paula vegetarian options, while I just love how quick the Fast and Fresh recipes come together during a hectic day in the studio. Go to HelloFresh.com slash kind of funny 65 and use code kind of funny 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping that's hellofresh.com slash kind of funny 65 and use code kind of funny 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping hellofresh america's number one meal kit the newest episode of my video essay series the blessing show is out right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and it's all about black hair in video games black representation is complex compared to alien frogmen i'm sure it's way easier to conceptualize this than a fade Elden Ring is the highest selling new IP in years. And I guarantee you, From Software and Bandai Namco understands that their audience extends internationally. When given the option to create a black character, I'd like to create a version of myself that doesn't look like a Lil Nas X thing lead for Fallout Boy. For many, I'm sure this seems like a very minuscule and specific thing to complain about. There's plenty of noteworthy areas of improvement the games industry can still make, even in just the area of representation and inclusion. So why is black hair when to harp on? Well, for folks who just listen to me on podcasts and have never seen a kind of funny video before, surprise, I'm black. Check it out over on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. And now it's time for the plot. A little bit of it sounds like an after-school special or like that moment in the sitcoms where it's like, we need to yeah. talk about something real. Yeah, so, something, That's something, something happened today. Ladies and oh, gentlemen, there it is. here is the plot <laughs> for Creed 2. Mother Russia. Nope, it's Ukraine. We catch up with our friend Ivan Drago and see a little cameo from Brigitte Nelson in a picture. And we're like, oh, that's cool. They got her in this. That's, that, that's how we're going to see her. Um, no. <laughs> We'll see a lot more about that <laughs> before he wakes up his son to go train. And I love this scene. You know what it reminds me a lot of, Tim? Mm. My mind is your mind. Eye to eye. What scene am I thinking of from an iconic <laughs> Tokyo Drift? No. When he, a Marvel when movie. In the circle. A Marvel movie. Goofy movie. That involves. You said eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a Spock. My, my mm-hmm. mind is your mind. I'm going to give you hints. I want my birth. <laughs> Oh, Iron Man <laughs> 2. Okay, yeah. This reminds me a lot of this. I it's get a pretty it. big a lot hint. Of yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you a hint. <laughs> hey. Iron Man 2. It's Iron Man 2. I'm going to give you a second Iron Man. <laughs> second Iron Man. <laughs> no, I love this, man. Like, he, like how, he, how he wakes up Victor, he just kind of like, you know, like throws something in his stomach and he's like, it's time to go. We got to get this done. And nobody seems happy about this. Mm-mm. Victor's Mm-mm. not happy. He is a tortured soul. He is just doing this to appease his father and get them out of this situation. Nick, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. You keep saying Victor, and now is it because the K is throwing you off? Because I'm not gonna lie, I look, when I see Victor spelled with a K, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Victor, I think it's like Victor. 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 I want my yeah. word in my name. Ah, I just say Victor because it's like I don't know. Oh. It sounds more Russian. Yeah. Yeah. I, like the tour. I, I'll I, be honest I, with you. I, like, I said Brigitte Nielsen. I'm like I don't know if that's how you say her name, but it I sounds think it's right. Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Is yeah. it Bridget? Nielsen? Nelson. I it was Bruce Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen? <laughs> We're just so far off here. Uh, just, but, but I was gonna say his name is his nick his real name is Big Nasty. That's his nickname, dude. That dude is big. Dude, this Victor's dude huge. Dude. Literally, my third notice here is Victor is massive. Do we know who he is? Dude, he's a tank. Uh I do not. I'd 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 I
Munich. No, oh, no way. Oh, he's the guy not in, him. In Shang, uh, uh, Razor Face? Nope. Laser Face, no. Nope. Razor, Razor, Razor Face. Razor Face. The Razor worst face. character in. No way. What a. Oh my God. What a nerf, dude. What a nerf from Shang-Chi. Because <laughs> this dude was a tank, man. Just one of the worst characters in any Marvel movie, straight up. Uh, like a cool car. <laughs> we head over I to, hated him. to this, to this, this <laughs> Cold War now. era gym. me off, dude. Where they are, uh, they're fighting, and Victor just beats the shit out of his opponent while up. Well, this guy Buddy, who is a promoter, watches and smiles. And I'll tell you what, Drago still has great hair. Does. Cr- Nick, I, I like oh. that was a note that I wrote down of like great head of hair. This guy, <laughs> we should all be so dude. lucky. He's good looking, handsome. Dude. You know, I met him. Really? Yeah, I met him at a Comic Con party. Uh, Jace Hall was there randomly. Who's Jace Hall, Jace oh, wow. Hall is a guy that we. Like Jace Hall. He, he, he sounds like he played like cornerback for the Rams. He, he was a, he was a personality back in the day, and yeah. he was at this yeah. party. And for whatever reason, I had worked with him one time, so I, I said hi to him. And as I was talking to him, I turned around and I saw Dolph Lundgren, and apparently they're friends. And Dolph I was like, Lundgren. oh, and he introduced me. He goes, hey, this is Dolph Lundgren. I was like, oh, hello, I'm a huge fan. He goes, hello, nice to meet you. Would you mind if I talk to my good friend Jace Hall? And I was like, no, not at all. And that was the last time <laughs> That's I actually awesome. had with him. And they sat down and they kind of looked at me and I was like, like Leave I bid you a good And then Nick walked away <laughs> sadly. <laughs> Slow. It's like the anime anime where they don't want to they don't want to animate the whole thing. It's just the body yeah. just like this. <laughs> you know, as it goes uh, down the In front of the sunset. Just, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a photo of him on your mirror? Because uh, he disrespected you, you're just gonna crunch it up. It, it's, I mean, it's it's really Sancho, it's um it's Steve Buscemi in ha- in uh Oh God, Billy Madison, Billy Madison, where he's crossing out Henry Winkler and yeah. <laughs> fucking Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would, but the man is massive. He scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, he's a big guy. Creed two title, boom, awesome. just boom, just hits you. Uh, yeah. Bianca puts her aid in her ear so she can hear the crowd. Creed is finally fighting Wheeler for the championship and his sting. They make a point to say that fighting for the Stang, baby, the stang. and then he gets it. I'll let you see him in it later. Uh, she signs to him. Uh, Did you take a shit yet? And he was Perfect. like, Yeah, I got it. I got it done. Which Great. I like that joke comes back. That was the moment of this movie, and I know we we're like two minutes into this movie, this but, gonna be but I was like, one. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Rocky pulls him aside and says, You know, there's only three steps into that ring, just three, and tonight it's gonna look as high as a mountain. So now you got to ask yourself, Are you here to prove something to other people or to prove something to yourself? Any uh. And any like sort of reminders of the first time we saw the last of his trailer with, hey there, kiddo. Dude, he looked you like really, he was dead. You really I thought go- he was dead. Dude, I, when, when he walks in, I was like, oh, Rocky died, and this is him talking to exactly. nobody. Like he's just talking to the ghost of Rocky. Mm-hmm. And I just That's thought, and then I saw him in the crowd, like, come on. I was like, oh, no, he's alive. Okay, never mind. But it was just a very weird conversation. It was, it was oddly <laughs> toned and kind of shot where you yeah. just see his reflection. And he walks up, and nobody in the room is really paying attention. So if, right. I was like, oh, shit. They killed Rocky. Wow. Interesting. It's in the trailer. Yeah. It's in the E3 trailer to swear hey there, you. kiddo. You really want to go doing this? What's crazy uh, is if you, watch, if you actually watch this movie back, um, Rocky doesn't actually interact with anyone else. <laughs> 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 He's been dead the whole time. <laughs> You're fucking imagine. <laughs> awesome. If you notice, yeah, in the cemetery shot, there's no shadow under there's it. There's no shadow. <laughs> Can you imagine we got to the end of this movie and there was just a fucking montage of all the things, the scenes, and he's not in them? <laughs> that would so, be so sick, dude. So funny. Uh, Creed, of course, puts Wheeler down for the count and yells, Now give me my keys. 
Uh, Bianca, I mean, wins the championship. Again, the best yelling actor in Hollywood. Yep. Dude, the, the yelling's great, <laughs> but I, also you earlier giving a shout-out to the the out-of-ring work of just the people in the crowd and how it, like, like, we've seen Adrian before kind of go, like, yeah. Yeah, no, you know, kicks ass. Yeah. This is awesome. Seeing Tessa Thompson being like, stay down. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, mm-hmm. She, of course, brings him back to reality because he's screaming, and she says, do you know what you just did? Do you know what just happened? Yeah. Dude. Then Buddy's there. Like, She's so rape. good, man. She's really good, really good, really good. Uh, Buddy's there again. He's I mean, Buddy's everywhere. Buddy's uh, everywhere. Buddy's coming around the corner look, like Mr. T in Rocky Three. He's just fucking <laughs> everywhere. But dude, that's my thing. Is like I know that this is stupid and actually would have made the movie worse. But I really wanted Buddy to be the son of the guy of the other Duke, Duke from Rocky <laughs> Five. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? The, the promoter guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boeing yeah. America, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I was like, you could see they were they were angling for it, but like we don't need to. Get they're that like, that we can't. That's a little too much. <laughs> it's too yeah. far. What's this? Next? Is actually the son of. The little girl he uh, Rocky walked home. <laughs> <laughs> what did she call him? A punk or something like that? Uh, later that night, Donnie Creepo. shows. Yeah. Creepo, yeah. Screw you, Creepo. Creepo. Uh, later that night, Donnie shows Rocky the ring he's going to give to Bianca. And he says, why didn't you tell me about this? And he's like, I didn't know if I was going to win. He goes, what does that have to do with anything? He's like, why does that have to work out? He's like, I don't know, man. He's, just, he's totally freaked out. And he wants to know how Rocky uh, proposed to Adrian. Um, and he, and it's uh, this, oh, is a, this is line. a great little endearing moment. It's um, so good because he tells the whole story about right. what actually happened with the tiger mm-hmm. in the background and all that. Leanza starts cracking up. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's not making this. That's what happened. We right. saw it. That was in the movie. The entire thing. <laughs> Get Rocky mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah, so Rocky good, too, man. Fucking Stallone, so man. Like and he's so unbelievably good. good in these movies, dude. Yeah, he tells the whole story. It's great. I love this part. And then Donnie's like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Listen, just turn your brain off and let your heart do the talking." And so, of course, he goes inside and he gives he musters up the courage and he gives uh, her Bianca a very nice speech, which she does not hear a word of. Uh, but she turns around and sees him <laughs> sit, sitting there with the ring, and she freaks out uh, and then shuts the door on him out of nervousness. Um, I just noticed Mike L's comment in chat who said, uh, his name is Razorfist, not Lasertube. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this so much. I mean, like, obviously such a great playful bit between them, but just the the back and forth dialogue of her seeing it, realizing it all happening, mm-hmm. and then just being like, what did you say? And he was like, yeah. nothing that you, you don't, don't already know. know. Oh. And she says, remind me. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Best fucking Great couple. You kidding me? So good. Great. Um, so much better writing than the first one, man. Yeah. So much better. It really is true. Uh, she says yes, of course, and then they start to make out underneath the twinkling lights of Vegas, mm. and then we cut over to a stark uh, difference between them and Victor, who is single-handedly winning the war in Russia. Yeah, with they, Russia. They, 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 He's just murdering They people. put on that blue filter to really evoke. It's this really is, cold. That this is really in cold, cold parts of Russia. <laughs> uh, Buddy, of course, tells them it's time, because now that Creed has the title, they have a good shot at goading him into a, a title fight and making some serious money. Uh, Bianca wants to move back to LA, but Donnie is worried about Rocky. She thinks her, her music will be better there. Don, Don. Don. Uh, Rocky heads over to the cemetery to talk to Adrian and, about oh. their son and where Rocky fits in his life in the larger world. And I like this. It's real, mm-hmm. right? Rocky's mm-hmm. like, the kid's not going to need me for much longer. And our son, I kind of messed up that relationship. I don't really know my grandson. I don't really have met him yet. Jeez. And it's like, it's like, cool, let's set that scene up and making it cry in the last three seconds of this movie. Of course. Jesus yep. Christ. Um, <laughs> But it's good. I mean, he's worried. You you get that Rocky's like at some point. I'm running out gonna, of time. Yeah, I'm running out of time, and I don't. What's my what's my role now for the rest of yeah. my life? What little I have left. Well, um, like, I mean, Don just won the belt. I mean, what else is there to do? What is he doesn't need to train him anymore? I mean, sure, he could train him a little bit more, but he's seeing the light in the tunnel, and 
I think that the big, the big thing as well is what makes Stallone so good in these moments is there's a lot of internal monologue when he's talking and there's a lot of fear when he's talking. And I just love that it, it just, Adrian does not have to be there, but the music that they play, Adrian's love theme is just, it's iconic and it works. It gets me every time. I get upset. It's <laughs> like, it just gets I me and I, I start tearing up when I hear it. Me too. Uh, of course, Rocky later that night at Adrian's restaurant gets a, dra- a visit from Drago, uh, who's looking at the pictures and he says, nice pictures. No pictures of me, though, huh? Oh, he's like, this is no so, pictures of me. This is so good, man. Goddamn. Uh, Victor, of course, has issued a challenge to Creed. Again, this man is not in Creed's weight class. Just absolutely, just totally different weight classes. Uh, they say, of course, this is Creed versus Drago. This is the fight he should take unless he's afraid that history will repeat himself. Uh, and, and he goes... He says something about strays that were there, and then uh, Rocky goes, well, around here, we put strays away. Oh, damn. And it's like, fuck, dude. dude. All right. Rocky still got it, baby. I still got it, bro. Uh, Rocky tells Donnie, of course, Donnie wants to take the fight, and he says, let it go. He said, quote, that stuff happened a million years ago. That has nothing to do with you, uh, but we all know he can't wait. He's got to take the fight. Bianca gives a stirring performance uh, at her show while Buddy approaches Donnie uh, <clears throat> with a hard sell. He says, quote, in the history of boxing, there have been 77 champions. How many of them do Great you think line. anyone in the crowd knows? I love it, dude. It's You need Great the narrative, line, man. The rumble in the jungle. He's right. He's like, and that's a great the call. I mean, the guy, look, the guy is obviously out for money. He doesn't give a shit about ramifications. But he can make hype. And he's like, you know the rumble and jumble? Somebody had to make that happen. That just mm-hmm. didn't come out of <laughs> nowhere. Was it? Rumble and bumble. It's been a long day, Eddie. It's great. It's, it's true, though, right? Somebody has to make that yes. happen. But he's got to be the guy. And, of course, he's going to make some money in the, in the, uh, in the process. And See, he says that, that that's why I sorry to interrupt, but that's no. why the, you, this YouTuber boxing stuff is so much stronger than anything that real boxing is doing right now. I mean, it's getting attention to the sport. It's because these personalities are bigger than life. Yes, the boxing is very poor, but you know, that's what's so interesting. I remember talking to Showtime, this is a boxer named Showtime, Sean Porter. And he was talking about how I mentioned this before in an interview, but he was just talking about how Jake Paul. And the Logan brothers, uh, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, are bringing so much attention to the sport because they understand that it's not just about winning or fighting. It's about showmanship, and it's about having that bravado. It's about getting eyes on your – selling tickets, and that's what that guy's all about, selling tickets, and that's why it's so important to have Creed versus Drago. And it's just so bizarre that Drago literally no fights, all amateur, to be able to get a title shot. That's kind of unfair, dude. It's like, you know. You gotta you gotta pay due to the people that actually were there, the number one contender. It's true, and I wonder. It's interesting because I I wonder. Well, I, I think, guess he's I think he got just the beat up anybody who told him he couldn't. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not like a Russian connection. I thought like someone was gonna trash Adrian's restaurant. It's like, is that what's gonna happen here? Like, oh my god! Oh. Like it gave me that vibe from Drago. Well, what's interesting about the setup though <clears throat> is that you don't need it, right? Is like you understand why Donnie wants to take this fight. Oh yeah, and it's not oh, yeah. it's not. For ego, it's not for hubris. It's because this guy killed his dad, and that makes a lot of sense, right? <laughs> and like, well, when you ben put Kenobi it that way, it's. Gone, I mean, you know, this is the person directly responsible for his father's death, the son of the person directly responsible for this. But more so than that, you also understand that that he's like, he knows he needs to be tested as a champion in order to actually consider himself a champion. It's true. very true, right? And they, you get they, and you get those great little add-ins of look, Wheeler was three years past right, his prime, Wheeler's like, past his prime, and, all that mm-hmm. shit. The I think Michael B. Jordan has like kind of great acting without saying anything, where he's kind of listening to these sportcasts and not necessarily like showing a face of disagreement. He's just yeah, kind of he like, 
Yeah, and, you're not and, wrong, you know. And you know, we saw this in Rocky Three, right? I mean, this movie is very much a spiritual successor, like or, or reboot of Rocky Three. We saw it, right? Yeah. Where Mick was like, he was like, "Did you give me a bunch of those fights that were like easy fights?" And Mick was like, "Oh, I kind of did." Because you right? Because Rocky took a lot of damage, and he was like, "Listen, I wanted, I wanted to set you up for life." And I, I what do they call it? What, um, what's the turn of phrase? Not a golden, like gimme fights or something no, like that. Oh, like, yeah, okay, oh, something like. I that. thought you meant something with like golden parachute, but that's like when you <laughs> no, that's and you get a bunch of yeah, that's that's not that's a very different distinct thing. <laughs> I was gonna um, say layups, but that ain't correct. No, it, it'll come to me, but I think it's like um, yeah. Anyway, uh, they have that Mick Mick basically cops to it in Rocky Three. Anyway, Donnie tells Rocky he wants to take the fight, but Rocky tells him he's like, dude, it's not worth it. When I fought Drago, that guy broke things in me that ain't ever been fixed. God, oh my god, god, man! And Donnie looks him in the eyes and gets it he goes you think i'm gonna lose and he goes i'm gonna take this fight with or without you and rocky goes then it's got to be without and then he said at least you don't have to worry about throwing the towel in this time fuck me good scene great brutal and i I think those a lot of those lines of dialogue hit great but i still don't love how here we go what's it gonna be i still don't love mbj no 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 i mean no the the acting's better and improved in this movie i'd say i don't okay. i don't think that that um i just don't like the way that character responds to as if like just a very extreme reaction to rocky like yes. to rocky yes. like you got to understand like this man rocky knew your dad more than you ever did right like, they were best friends this he I, held your like dying me. dad in his arms he doesn't want to go through that he's lost enough already i don't love Michael B. Jordan's reactions, and even though Tessa Thompson's there to kind of be like, he loves you. Why, why are you, like, you got to chill the fuck out. Rocky loves you, you know? I think it's a very, very extreme reaction. Tim, I'm going to eye-to-eye, but also mm-hmm. mouth-to-ear. Okay. I'm going to whisper right now, so it's going to get time for the podcast listeners. Yeah. No, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. spoiler for something else, 100%. but, you know, you yeah. all don't know, chat. You don't know anything. Uh, I'll know one day. Donnie tells Bianca he's taking the fight, and Rocky isn't going to train him, and off they go. To the dopest penthouse I've ever seen in Los Angeles, California. Uh, they head over to his mom's house to give her the news that he's going to take the fight. And she instead guesses that Bianca is pregnant. And they're like, no, 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 no. no. I'm not pregnant. And then she starts thinking. And they have this oh one God. moment where she's like, oh, fuck. And she spits the wine. <laughs> and she spits the it's wine out. Cra- like, there's something so just human about the way that they portray their, uh, both um, Creed and Bianca's characters. That, like, I just really enjoy them a lot. Yeah. Uh, she says, but, of course, uh, a lot of that is Tessa Thompson just being phenomenal. Just like, phenomenal. In every line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, I don't know if we're ready. He goes, let's be ready then. Oh, great line, too. Uh, and then down in the kitchen, he tells his mom the truth. And man, this scene fucking rocks. This is a great yep. scene. She says, you want to fight this man? It's your business. You don't need my blessing. You've clearly, you clearly don't have Rockies. Because she's like, where's it? You know, she asked at the beginning. She's like, where's Rockies? He's like, oh, he's not going to make it out. And then the second, the second he tells him, he tells her that he's going to fight. And she realizes Rocky's not there. She understands what's going on. She gets the score. And she says, don't make this about me and don't pretend this is about your father. You became the champion without him. And then he says, then why don't I feel it? And she says, if your father were here, he'd tell you he didn't feel like it either. I just hope you'll be here uh, for your child. Do you, do you remember that in, in Rocky 2? And Creed's like, man, I, you know, I want to fight this guy. And, and everyone's like, you don't have to. You beat him. You don't give him another chance. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's not what it's about. I should have destroyed him and his pride and his and on all that stuff was on the line. So it's so cool to see her understand everything about this boxing world and see her. And then that later scene where she's talking to uh, Tessa Thompson is like, I, I've been here before. I, you need to let him come out of that. We'll, we'll get to that later. But 
such she's an awesome character and they give her more room to breathe rather than just be like at the very beginning and then a little bit near the end. I love everything about her this time around. She actually gets to see with Rocky, which is great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. cool. Cause I don't th I think I'm and I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure we saw her character in Cree in Rocky Two, right? She is the wife that's yep. in the mansion with him when he is obsessing about that fight with yep. Rocky. Oh yeah. Right? Yep. And he's like, oh, yeah. she's like, why and I think they have a scene where she's like, what's like what's going mm -hmm. on with you? And he goes, I have to fight this guy again. I have to. They're telling me that because all he the sports announcers were like, letters, yeah. he, Rocky won that fight. Rocky won that fight. And he was like, I think he won that fight. I got to fight him again. I got to fucking know. And like, she's in there, right? It's, it's just such a cool, cool. it's a cool and, moment to have her kind of have that mirrored again. And think about this as well. Apollo Creed got a bag full of letters of people hating on him, right? Yeah. Fan mail. Fast forward to now, it's, a, it's Creed with an iPad. Listening to all these yeah. sports and things like that. So it's just showing you that technology we went from SVP, man. SVP out there. There you go. SVP talking shit, Sancho. Uh, Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> real, real quick, Nick, I wanted to bring this up. Um, it, it was earlier, but when Bianca was doing her show at the, the concert venue, mm -hmm. it was the Fillmore. And mm -hmm. did you notice it? Like, did it look familiar to you at all? Well, they said, they said it was place? the Fillmore, but wasn't so, it Philly? So that's the thing that confused the shit out of me. They were at this this concert venue called the Fillmore, and they, I was like, oh, there's a Fillmore in San Francisco, like iconic mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. venue. I've been there a million times. Kind of funny life. And no, yeah. we, no. Almost, almost. Almost. Not was, not big enough. Yeah, it wasn't big enough. Exactly. Uh, but Way cheaper, though. We, we, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, um, uh, I was looking at it, and I'm like, it's the fucking Fillmore. And I was like, how are they in San Francisco? That is so random. Like, they don't explain this, and it's so fucking weird, because it's the exact same layout. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that can't be right. And then they said something, it's in Philadelphia. So I started Googling it. It's a bizarre fucking story where the Fillmore is a San Francisco thing. Philadelphia, somebody came to San Francisco, saw, like, enjoyed the venue so much that they recreated the oh, Fillmore in wow. Philadelphia. Wow. So there's a second Fillmore and, like, it's some weird <laughs> shit going on. I'm like, what the hell? That might be illegal, actually, Andy. That's crazy. That's, That's wild. like IP infringement. I mean, Maybe. I'm pretty sure they were like connected. Oh, I'm but sure. I mean, that does happen, right? Like, like, like you know, there's the punchline. There's multiple punchlines all over. Are you going to like? But they're not exact. Right? But it's like, exact, it's like in yeah. that where they're all exact same layout. I was like, that's yeah. fucking bizarre. Oh, but wow, I didn't yeah. realize that. Weird. They're not the exact same layouts every time you go in. I'm gonna make a know, studio so. just Holy like shit. yours. Holy uh, shit! That's wild. Uh, I don't like that. That's freaky dicky. Um, Donnie, uh, Bianca, and Donnie have a tender moment. Bianca is worried that her hearing loss will be hereditary, and then Donnie the next day heads over to Delphi. Uh, or the Delphi gym. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's pronounced Delphi, Delphi. but it's Delphi. obviously like Thank a Philadelphia Delphi. thing. No, I think it's a... Um, LA, right? Well, Delphi, yeah, in LA. Delphi is Greek, right? Yeah. It's a Greek yeah, so god Kev, of some sort. Kevin went through this. Yeah, Apollo. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's a it's that's a place. place. Del and Delphi. also, the kid, Amara, also a goddess. Ah, of there you go. The, the goddess of life organization. There you go. Get what? your shit that's together. That's not real. That's not real. That's what Google says. Uh, he tells yeah. little Duke uh, that they have to do it, and he's like, "You have to train me." And Duke's like, "This is not my business." He goes, "We got to do it for our fathers." And you're like, "Fuck, that's right, Duke was there." Duke got to do it. God damn it, he's right. Uh, meanwhile, the towel. Victor the is towel. just a fucking monster. I also didn't even realize that this is a a a, a wire reunion. It's true. Yeah. Point. Oh right, because they were both in the wire. Yeah, well, I forget. I forget. Michael B. Jordan was on the wire because he was so young. Yeah, he was, was only he was like a little kid in one spoiler. He's like, well, very sad. He moved. He moved. <laughs> he moved out of town. <laughs> he was <just> like, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Victor is over there doing fucking pull-ups with a massive ninety-pound weight hanging off of his oh, waist like a savage, <laughs> and he's massive. I mean, Kevin, do we have massive. a song that we could play uh, regarding 
the muscle that were they born born in labs now it's time to rank those abs god damn he's not even talking in the mic he's not even making noise i forgot this i forgot it was such a god i hate that it made me immediately I don't know why he leaned to the side either. He leaned away. And just I just saw his mouth moving. <laughs> Not even noise gate. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Make Those Abs. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. I got to be honest with you guys. Listen, Michael B. Jordan looks excellent in this movie. But late Taser Face? <laughs> Razor Fist. This guy is number one. This guy is fucking cut through yeah, his gourd, good. and he he's is good. massive. His physique is perfect. It's a perfect body. Yeah. If you're going to be a body. Especially the shots uh, in the upcoming fight where he's seen at a profile view and it's just titty. Titty. Fucking ab. Ab, ab, ab. Dude. Yeah. It looks. This guy is so impressive. Fuck, dude. Yeah. You're right. Number one for me. Number one with the bullet. It's good. All right. I can't can't add anything more to that. (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to do, Sancho? Too much extra stuff. All right. It's, It's good. Uh, of course, we get our first montage here. Our the fe- first montage. The festivities kick off. We get training, press conferences. Uh, Michael B. Jordan swimming. He's throwing punches, stuff like that. So cool. And then Victor is doing this mm-hmm. insane workout with the ropes where he's burping, like boom, 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 burping, and then jump, like throwing. I don't know what the fuck he's it doing, but it's not It's not possible. I love this it. This is all CG. And, and this movie. <laughs> CG. <laughs> this movie being like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to do two montages, and they're both going to be sick as shit. In my like opinion, I fucking, I love it. Exactly, exactly. They know what they're doing. Uh, we get the weigh-ins, mm-hmm. of course, and seeing these two actors opposite each other at, at a literal weigh-in, I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, they're, this, they're this should be pound, illegal. This should be illegal. It is illegal. There's yeah. no way. Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. is not, he probably conservatively he, was maybe 190 when he did this movie. You think he'd say like, probably. hey, this is an unsanctioned fight. No, because you can't have an unsanctioned fight for the championship. It has yeah, to be a sanctioned WBC. fight. Also, this is the, this is the other small critique is that there is a governing body for boxing, yep. and they do approve fights. You can't just yep. randomly fight someone and have them take the belt. They have to say yes, you can have this. Otherwise, it is an unsanctioned fight, and then they they can't they don't get the belt. Okay, but counterpoint, Nick. Yes, the announcers were like. It feels so Shakespearean. Yes. Two yeah. men raised a world apart, yep. and tragedy remains. They can do whatever yes. the fuck they want. And I'll tell you this. I, you're right. That line totally totally redeemed yourself with it. And then this line happens. Drago looks at Michael B. Jordan and says, you're much smaller than your father. Oh, Motherfucker. I'm like, dude, that's, you want to say one thing. And you know he means like figuratively and metaphorically speaking. I, his dick. I do. I mean, I wasn't uh, going there, but sure. I I did like this small moment of acting between Victor, 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 um, looking at Drago, because I feel like this was the start of. Is this my fight or yours, bro? Mm -hmm. You know, like there's a small look there of him looking at his dad, like, like, what are you doing? What the fuck, man? Like, (laughs) come on, you know. And I, I, I enjoy those little moments that eventually lead into. Yeah, the son kind of like, I don't want your life. Arthur I don't Blues. want your life. <laughs> remember that? James I, That's why I said it. I don't want your life. Do you remember that, bro? Remember that, <laughs> Do you remember, that? remember that line you just said? In that movie you just quoted? God. I hate you. Oh. <laughs> you are the worst, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you remember it, bro. Do you remember it? 
stuffing is killing me. <laughs> Every day. We just got to deal with it. We just got to act like it's Stop okay, leaning. you know? Stop leaning over. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, right. So the fight starts, and then Rocky tries not to watch, but he can't help himself. He has it's to. It's like Rocky Five. It's, yep. it's just exactly he's watching like Rocky it on TV. He's like he's baiting you. Like oh my, oh, this is great. Maybe this will end in the streets. Uh, Drago <laughs> freaking out like he's freaking out. Rocky Five hitting the bag. Remember? Yeah. He's just like, and they're like, oh, you're weird. <laughs> Uh, Drago makes his way to the ring with no music. Missed opportunity here, if you ask yes. me. Uh, if only no, this movie scary, had better entrances dude. for the fighters, no, maybe it'd be scary, a good movie. Dude. If and you then, walk into a room with no music, that's scary, dude. Until, until Creed walks in. Yep. With okay. the dopest that intro song. Fucking sample, dude. I don't know if it's is it a woman's voice. No, oh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It was my first time ever hearing the song, and I was obsessed with this after that. It's moment. so good. It's so good just to drive. If you want to get hype for it, I used to listen to this before I go to Punchline on Sundays, mm-hmm. just to get fucking oh, hyped yeah. to go up on to maybe not. It's go a up really on good stage. song. Yeah, it's I, great. The light show's great. If I saw this, I'd be like, "All right, he's pretty cool. Creed's pretty cool. Creed's maybe we can pretty, be homies." And, and, and cool. it kind of reminds me of Apollo Creed coming out to fight Rocky and having this yep. big grandiose entrance mm-hmm. and then just getting put down. Yeah. That's what they said. In the, in the, that's what they said. Yeah. The ref tells him to touch gloves, but Donnie refuses. Round one, Creed starts going downstairs, but it doesn't seem to be phasing Drago at all, who knocks him Shh. back into the ropes with one punch, despite the fact that he actually he parried the punch. Uh, but he still got knocked back, and you're like, Jesus Christ, you're in for more punishment. Uh, yeah, this was like fucking like Cap holding his shield up and getting knocked into by Thanos, dude, and him still yes. like yeah. doing the anime slide back. Yeah. You know, like God damn, you could just uh, feel had- the power in it. Have ever you seen Brock Lesnar actually fight UFC? Yeah. Like, that dude is scary, and this dude moved like him. And I have to say, probably the best punches I've seen in a boxing choreography, like, when he throws a haymaker, I really felt like he smacked Michael B. Jordan, like, really hard. It was just like, you felt, in the sound design, you felt like bones were being broken. Exactly. And, 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 yeah. Go for it. I was going to say, like, what's, like, what's with Creed? Like, both his daddy and baby Creed protect your ribs, bro. Like that's the second time bro, you got to protect your ribs. You're, you're just getting destroyed by these boxers. But man, I've never seen anyone get like beaten up that way in my life. The the impact of it, I think, was extremely felt because not only is this guy huge and the punches looked great, the yeah. the sound design was so good and the camera work of getting the point of view shots of them, like mm-hmm. as they were punching, I'm like, we haven't seen that before, and yeah. it was just like. Oh shit! Like there's there's a different <laughs> level to this where it made you feel like you're you're in that shit with them, and it was yep. it's scary, man. Yeah, again, oh. I, I think these are the two best fights we've seen in the Rocky universe. Didn't they add now. POVs too of like him actually looking at yeah. Victor, and it's just like, dude, this dude's super fast, crazy, and he's just destroying him. Love right, I gotta grab my power cable from Cool G real quick. Uh, there you go, because my neck is about to run out of power, but it's okay. We got a couple minutes. Uh, Donnie, of course, gets put <laughs> into the corner, but he's saved by the bell. Uh, in 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 between the rounds, Drago uh, looks Victor in the eyes. Victor says he's afraid. Drago goes, "I know." And then he goes, Dra- "Victor says he's afraid." Drago goes, "I know." And then he goes, "Then why is he still standing?" That's what he said. Great line. Mix those up. Mix those. Yeah, up. great. I was uh, sorry. I was just laughing again. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie. <laughs> Do you remember that? I just that the thing I just said. <laughs> By the way, Michael B. Jordan does look scared. Like his his, his nuanced performance yep. in this fight, he does look like scared compared to when he fights him at the end. It, it's a completely different look. He has that eye of a beaver. 
I just do. The, the, the beaver. I, I think there are too many like the the pain face he makes looks like I'm on the verge of tears, which he probably is because his ribs are broken. But it does it does feel a little bit like weaker and like like you'd be getting memed to hell if like you're in like can you imagine the memes of him in like <laughs> like LeBron like, like he, yeah. just, he just looks like he's yeah. just like in ultimate pain you know yeah uh, of course like, well, I think a lot of it's a mouthpiece as well you know mm, his ribs are shattered uh Duke wants to call the fight and he's like you can't call this fight meanwhile Drago is like if you win this your mom will come back and I'm like oh that's cute but you know probably not literally you gonna, gonna plug happen. it in not literally going to happen. Well, I was just going to wait till there was a lull in the conversation. Oh, okay. Maybe when someone said something, I mirror that and just slightly a slightly better version of what that? was going on. <laughs> and it's just slightly better of it because you were like, you didn't want to go full Yoko with it, but I did. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Round three, Creed takes more punishment. Rocky screams for them to stop the fight. A devastating shot to the ribs puts Creed on his knees and Drago cannot help himself. He delivers a Jeez. insanely devastating uppercut, but... It's illegal because Donnie has been knocked down and declared that way by the ref. Well, I think it's, uh, I don't know what the boxing rule is, but uh, in, in UFC, once your knee goes down, you can't, you can only kick a person because they don't want head kicks. They're <clears throat> just fucking murdering people. I, I love it. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love this as, like, of course, I, swear. I'm 30, 40 minutes into the movie. We're already seeing this fight, and I go, all right, they're going to do the Rocky thing where he loses the belt. He has to win it back at the end. And this is like the perfect kind of mm -hmm. curveball to change mm -hmm. things up. Uh, and not only just for the sake of making this boxing match different and not having it be so copy paste of the losing the belt, having to win it back later, but it adds so much more to the motivation of the more. characters. Like, f like I love that interview later. Hey, when you got when you lost that match, lost. I didn't lose. Yeah. Oh, sorry, disqualified. Like, yeah. right. he knows yeah. he was whooping his ass, and uh, and Creed knows he was getting his ass whooped. You know, it's also perfect, right? Because you can see the Reddit threads, you can see the internet mm -hmm. forum threads of like he didn't lose, he didn't lose, he didn't lose, he got disqualified. John Jones famously one time, I think it was like one of his first very first matches in UFC was throwing elbows on an opponent, and he was throwing the the twelve six elbows, whatever they call them, basically yep. like this, which are for whatever reason illegal in the UFC. He got called on it once. And then he did it again, and they disqualified him. But he was winning the fight, and that's like his one and only loss. But it's not a loss; it's a DQ. And so everyone always constantly brings shit like that up. You could see that this would be like no one would ever let this go. You have to fight again. Yeah, it's cool. It's like the, Sancho. It's like the Jim Joyce perfect game that wasn't a perfect game with Galarraga. Remember that? Let me oh, let me yeah. just let me just paint mm -hmm. you all to tell everybody the final out of a game, a perfect game. You haven't thrown. You haven't gotten a hit the whole time. You haven't walked anybody the whole game. The final out, bottom of the ninth. You throw a ball, ground ball, it's going to be a perfect game. Pitcher runs to the, and they called the dude safe. And the guy's like, he wasn't, nobody, Oh no! everybody here knows that he wasn't safe. Like, it's an out. This should be the perfect game. And, like, they didn't give it to him. But, oh, no. Sancho, if I'm the guy, give it to him. Give him the give perfect game. Give it to game. him. Just give him the game. And Jim Joyce afterwards, the, the umpire, he was, like, crying. He was like, I fucked that up. Damn. I fucked up that call. It's like the beginning Baseball of route race. Mystery. Exactly. Exactly. Paul Rubens. Rat race and review. I saw Rat Race in theaters. Did you? I did. Wait, I is did. that the Mr. Bean movie with Whoopi? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It ends with Smash Mouth performing All Star on the stage. Mm. That's why we did it at prom. Kind of funny prom. Am I mm -hmm. crazy in thinking they I also had a moment where Shrek. they made people hang off of uh, some sort of curtain rail until someone had to drop and the last person standing won money? Was that Rat Race? I think so. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Uh, that sounds weird. I haven't seen Dude, it in too long. They need to bring back a good cannonball movie. I love Oh, I love movies. the cannonball run. It's we should do those in like review. There's only one good one. I love us.
Tim, I slacked you something. Could you please read it for the audience now, please? Uh, Thank you. Yes, I can, oh, Nick. Thank you. Yes, I can. Nick Scarpino slacked me and said... This reminds me of the WWE commissioners. We're like, we have yeah. a note from the commissioner. Oh, man, I, I don't want to read this. Um, part of it's okay, but the last line really bothers me. Uh, he said, I said a sport thing, and Andy, of course, has to say a better sport thing. You see what I'm dealing with? And then he says, I don't want your life. But life is spelled L-Y-F-E. <laughs> Remember that? Remember, Remember that, Andy? You see that movie? Pride of that light. I no, love not. that Nick's trying to equate blues. Equate like Nick coming the in with a blues. useless sports thing. <laughs> Andy breaking down like a historic sport event. With Nick just being like, hey, I'm going to repeat what you just said and then ask you if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I love it. Pride of that lights. <laughs> Which one was the one with the whipped cream bikini? Varsity Blues? That was Varsity Blues. Okay, that's where the movies, that's the that, line of, from... That yeah. and Not Another Teen Movie with Chris Evans. They did, that did. That was Captain America. Chris Evans that is was James Vanderbeek and Not Another Teen it's Movie. Yes, it was. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, Great back movie. to the scene, back to the movie at hand as Adonis lays motionless on the mat. Rocky turns off the TV, uh, which is fucking haunting. Thankfully, his injury is actually just pretty okay. He'll heal with time. Ruptured kidney, broken ribs. I, yeah. I didn't like just the TV turn off. I loved it. I wanted like. He didn't want to see it. They didn't want to see it. Want to see I it. wanted like. Yes, he's dead. Fear. Can't deal with it. Yeah. I wanted like ultimate fear and I wanted like emotion. I, I, I turning off the TV was just. It and felt like, not like he hey. switched over to like Call of Duty or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, was well, it's just like I don't know. It just felt like you know, like you back into a car and you drive away. <laughs> like that's what it kind of reminded me of. Like he just he sees this like, like, like a he sees the thing that he was ultimately terrified. <laughs> Never done it by the way. Where are we driving from? Real life here? What's going but on? He was like, "This is the thing he was the most scared of," and he sees it happen. And you see them. Uh, you hear uh, fucking the ring announcers going like, uh, "They're gonna try to get some signs alive," and they're doing the light on his eyeballs or whatever. And he just turns away and is like, "Whoopsie!" Time, like later, like it just well, felt- does he immediately go to the hospital? Well, yeah, eventually. But I just I had yeah, the yeah. feeling that he was like, "I can't watch this." Because if he's dead, I can't I can't deal with it. <laughs> that's how I. That's what I got. Yeah, I, I liked it. I just thought it was like a. I thought what, he was leave the country right there. Out <laughs> <laughs> goes to Ukraine. <laughs> uh, thankfully, Donnie will heal in time. But will his soul? Will his spirit? Will his ego heal? That's going to be the problem. Duke gives Donnie <laughs> the news that Victor is disqualified, which means he's still the champ, and that's not really cause for celebration. Still the champ. Still the champ. Uh, Rocky tries to make Donnie feel better. Uh, by going and visiting in, in the hotel room and saying, hey, man, you gave it your all. You got a lot of heart. Yeah. And, and he just breaks down in tears. He's like, what the fuck, fucking heart are you talking about? He's like, I lost. This guy beat me. Uh, Rocky's like, fine. He leaves. And Bianca tries to console him. And he says, look at me. How's that baby going to look at me? Because that's all he's thinking about right now. What is he going to leave? What's this kid going to think of him? Uh, Donnie heads home from the hospital and tries to sleep, but instead ends up pissing blood. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I mean, we've all been there. If you guys know what I'm talking about. You ever back into a car before? <laughs> How many people have you killed in your life? Andy? What's going on? I, I, I liked oh. that sort of um, the physical acting of him being in bed and like you could tell like just even trying to sit up was the most laborious mm-hmm. thing possible. Oh, good word. Uh, Bianca tries to turns to Mary Ann for help uh, because Donnie has been distant, disconnected, uh, like nothing really, like nothing matters. And Mary Ann tells her, "Listen, Adonis is a grown man. He's gonna he, he's gonna have to heal from the inside out." Basically, she goes, "He doesn't care about me," which is new. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. That shit hit me. Yeah. 
Uh, Donnie, of course, goes for a swim and then screams underwater. Very powerful scene. All this yep. stuff's shot beautifully. Because mm-hmm. as she's so talking, great. you're seeing this this sort of him floating through life, completely disconnected. And I think Michael B. Jordan does a great job. And the cinematography here is great. It's the well. Rocky theme. The sound. Piano version play. Yeah. And he doesn't even want to, like, look at a bag. Doesn't even want to go in. <laughs> doesn't even want to do all that. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Remember that, Nick? I do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> this is when he goes like this, and he's like, "Yours, remember that, Andy? I do remember that." <laughs> I remember I used to hold you in my hand. Hey, this kid used to beat somebody. Hey, this is this is what is it? Tango and Cash. What are the turtles called? <laughs> Tango and Cash. Cuff and Link. Cuff and Link. That's what it is. <laughs> See, Tango and Cash, another great movie. Great dude. fucking slow movie. Uh, time jump. Bianca is real pregnant now. This apartment they live in is fucking incredible. Donnie dude, takes, what an apartment. It's so cool, man. <laughs> Donnie takes a moment to kiss Bianca's baby bump, and that's kind of what starts him on his road to recovery. He starts watching tape of Victor, uh, and then people start talking, man. Creed must, he's, uh, Victor says, Creed must fight me, uh, and if he doesn't fight you, then he's no champion. Over in Russia, the oligarchs are all praising Drago because he's the shit now and shower him with gifts. Uh, now all you need to do is bring the home uh, that belt back home this time. And then his mom does come back. She literally actually comes back. And I'm shocked oh, when I first shocked. watched oh, yeah. this movie. Uh, Victor hates it, of course. He hates it all. He says, they ran out on you. She left you, abandoned you, shamed you. And he goes, I lost, but you won't. And I love this moment because it's the first real time that Victor is humanized in this entire mm-hmm. thing. And it's the first time we've seen... The antagonist of a movie in, in a Rocky series humanized before. A little bit in Rocky mm-hmm. Balboa where we had the champ there trying to like yeah. figure out what his legacy was going to yeah, be. But we really didn't get a lot Mason of it. Mason was like, eh. And you get, and you get that though. maybe Victor's like, I don't mm-hmm. really want to be doing any of this shit. Like, I'm good at it, but I'm just doing this for my pops. Um, Creed he, uh, heads to Delphi and gets the bad news. He has to fight someone soon or, or he has to vacate the belt. Uh, but Donnie try, but Donnie is gun shy, man. He can't even step into the gym. I love that shot where he's like, "Why don't you come in, work a little bit?" And then as we're inside, looking from his perspective, the car just <laughs> so pulls out. And with Andy, Andy, come in and do a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backs over someone. Backs like, over Andy, stop someone. telling people. <laughs> stop it. Uh, meanwhile, Rocky is still uh, trying to get that goddamn light outside of his house fixed, and he gets he a letter. He, yeah, he gets a little letter from Marianne. When he opens it up, it says he still needs you. When he flips it over, it's a sonogram. And mm. it's like, God damn it, Mom. How, just who, no. how do you I was thinking about this? How do you get the rights to a sonogram? You know, like when you're it's you, emailed to you now, Andy. They give it to you on a disc. No, no, but like whose baby who what baby do you think that actually is? Oh, oh. anyone's. I mean you can't really like distinguish babies. But that's what probably. I was saying, like, you know, like I'm sure there's like royalty for There's like child probably. actors. Like you think this is like a a Image on Adobe like stock, st- photos, yeah, stock photos. You, you think it was? You think this was Haley Joel Osment? Like, I mean, it's a baby. No, it's like a, a child actor or whatever. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, to be honest, actor. they could have hired yeah, artists I mean, to just it's, render it. It's only you think it's black and white. CG, probably <laughs> CG baby. Yeah, it's okay. still Haley Joel Osment. Valid question. Very true. Had a baby. It's a boy. Because you think like you think like the parents are like. At home, they're like, hey, that's our fucking sonogram. Like, <laughs> did they just rip that from Facebook? Like, from Pinterest? Possible. Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> well, posting their sonograms on Pinterest. Uh, you never know. You've never been on Pinterest. <laughs> I'm only ever on Pinterest when I'm Googling images to make graphics. Yeah. And I can never download the, the images, worst. dude. It's I, the I don't know how God. you get them. I have to, they ask you to make an account. It's like, fuck off. Dude. I. I don't know what Pinterest is for. <laughs> I've been to Pinterest so many times and I just don't get it. I don't get it. It scares me I back away, just like Andy backs away over all of those human beings. 
<laughs> Donnie heads to his mom's house to talk to her, but finds Rocky there instead. Rocky tells me he doesn't even know his own grandson. He's like, I don't, I don't want you to make the same mistakes as me. And then Donnie says, What were you? What were, he says, What were you really fighting for? And Donnie says, I was afraid of this, the expectations, being the champ. He points to his dad's trophy case. I was scared I couldn't do what he did. And he goes, I don't even know how I. He goes, I don't even know how I lost. And he goes, Your mind wasn't right. And your natural style won't work against this big guy. And he goes, oh, and yours would work better? And Rocky goes, I well, fucking won. I won, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, great moment. Great moment. Great moment. Uh, they have a, another moment where they talk about the name. And Rocky, of course, is very old school. He's like, why don't you name it something like uh, Kate or Becky or something like that? <laughs> it's like, all right, fucking old man, sit down. I finally get yeah, CC. <laughs> what you mean when you talk about boomers, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought of myself as a boomer. Still don't think of myself as a boomer. Because Nick was like, that's a good name, Kate. Kate, <laughs> hey, no, it sounds good. He's like, Kate Creed? That's um, then, of course, they get um, they get a call. It's time. Bianca's having the baby. Rocky tells him it's going to be the best day of his life right here. This is what it's all about. Uh, then Rocky tries to muster up the courage to call Robert, but he can't uh, later. I think we have a, I think I missed a spot here where he has a, a great scene with Robert. Richard Shad as well where they talk. <laughs> baby Rocky. Uh, later, he gets the good news that baby Amara has arrived. Uh, but they have to do an auditory test, and it's scary. And man, the scene's soul crushing. Yeah. All this stuff is just like really sad. I know it doesn't necessarily need to be in the movie, but I just like that there are these moments of this movie that could have just been a dumb action movie. It could have been a dumb boxing movie, but we take a minute to actually watch this incredibly humanizing, incredibly like um, you know scary real moment between these two people as they realize that potentially their daughter is going to be have you know hearing impairment or hearing loss for the rest of their life. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's a great conversation between Rocky and Creed. You know? I love that conversation of... Oh, I love it. He's like, I, it, look, I have faith that it won't, that she'll be okay. And he's like, okay, but what if she's not? You have to be... You're still going to love her? He's like, of course, I'm going to love her. You know, like, I just love him kind of mentally preparing him. You have to always kind of be ready for it. But, it and really his nice. point is, and I wrote this down because I think it's the best line of the movie. He goes, you're still going to love her, you know, if, she, if she's deaf? And he goes, how are you even going to ask me that? Of course I'm going to love her. And he says, good. Cause she ain't in there feeling sorry for herself, and you shouldn't either. Yep, it's a fucking great moment. Like, see, I'm coaching I, you all I, the time. Please. It's so good, but I love that. That uh, like pretty much immediately after we we get the scene of him uh, like going back and punching the punching bag and like training kind mm-hmm. of or like trying to at least get back to it with her, with her, and she's deaf and he's yelling punching, right. but like she doesn't hear it. I just love, I love that like the yeah. juxtaposition of those two scenes next to each other. That's so good. Yeah, great moment. Uh, we'll skip ahead then. Later that night, Donnie tells Bianca that he has to fight the guy again. She says, why? What do, you, what do you have to prove? And he's like, it's not about that. I won't be any good to anyone if I don't handle this right. But I need you, both of you. I'll beat him. She says, you better. Come on. Yeah. Win, Rocky. Let's go. Oh, yeah. No, uh, the win, Rocky yeah. moment for me is when he's talking to fucking, uh, when Creed is talking to Rock and little Duke. Little Duke. Which is what they call him in the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, Tim made a face and I was like, I think that's what they call him in the subtitles. Yeah, that's what they call him. We'll do. That, that moment of like, well, we're going to Russia then. Like, yep. And, fucking and love it. like, fucking A, all right, man. Like, God, dude, that movie's, that moment's so fucking hard. He man. says, I mean, this is the part, he's, they're like, we got to fight in Russia. And he goes, well, the judges are going to have a decided advantage there. It's all corrupt. And he's like, then we can't let it get to the judge's decision, right? And the Duke's like, I guess we're going to Russia. Fuck, man. Fucking great, right? <laughs> so hype. Of course, Donnie wants to train tomorrow at Delphi, 5 a.m., but Rocky has other plans. He's like, you gotta make, you want to make a big change? You got to make a big change. We got to drive out to the middle of the desert uh, where all of these old washed-up fighters are just fucking no. training like junkyard dogs, just fucking animals in the desert, and it's fucking awesome. This yeah. was like John so Wick hot. or something. I love this. So I don't understand how you guys could not like it. The only yeah. thing that I, I get that they have, like, eh, is it makes no sense. Like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. What the fuck is There's happening? No but also, 
I don't want a backstory for them. I don't care. This was so damn cool. I love the way they did it. I love the music trading off between like the normal version and then like the Russian version yeah. of the theme. It was so fucking cool. But also very much mirroring Rocky Five Four, right? Where Drago's training and like uh, Victor is training in like a nice facility in Russia that's been set up by the state, and we saw that in Rocky Four when he's like running around mm-hmm. that badass ballroom with a spotlight on him and like all the technologies there. Meanwhile, Rocky's training in the fucking Siberian. Like uh, forest, yeah. right, with the snow everywhere and all that stuff. Being um, surveilled by, yeah, by KGB <laughs> operatives. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, here he's training in the desert. Uh, and he goes, look, man, I like this line, too. I wrote this down. Michael B. Jordan says, it looks like hell. And Rocky says, well, if you're going back to hell, you might as well get used to it, right? Wow. And off we go. And the music here is just inspired. It's just so good. Uh, we get the moment where he puts the tire down. And he's like, you're going to have to stand in this pocket and fight this guy. Which to me seems like the wrong strategy to fight someone I, who's much bigger than you, but I guess that's what they want to do. I don't know. I I, I guess we're gonna. I guess we could do Monty for Monty, right? We're we're getting close to it. Yeah, as well. Full Monty, baby. Let's go. Sancho, I was gonna. I was waiting for Andy for to hit the Monty team. I, I don't think I have a Monty team. I don't remember. Hey, yo, you, you don't remember. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about full. I don't want your life. Remember that? <laughs> it is the podcast with the podcast. We talk about the montages. The reason why I, when we Nick and I talked about it, that this doesn't work well. It's because it doesn't really. It feels very flat, like a desert, where it doesn't have any kind of elevation in terms of this montage. And the whole pop up climax moment of this montage is him beating the other Mexican fighter in that tire, or making him submit with body shots and. It just didn't have that same gravitas like moment. And then they have that moment where he passes out in the middle of the road like a lizard and then he gets back up. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's what you're going for. But it, there's just nothing to it. There's, I feel like there's no soul behind it. And I feel like this is the first time in the movie. And I remember it the first time I was like, yeah, this is, this is corny. I mean, yes, montages from Rocky are corny. How dare you? But there's a soul. <laughs> behind those montages and this one doesn't have a soul behind it and it'd be different if he went back to tijuana to the same place where he fought and this is like you remember why you were a fighter you fought in these places when you're 15 and 0 let's go back to that place because we actually as an audience have a connection to that place not to this like far cry five type of place that you will run into as a side mission i mean that's the kind of vibe we get into for this one i I thought i thought he was just going to train in siberia again i thought they were going to have him training at some cold place in russia i thought it was going to be the same sort of thing from uh when rocky trained over there so it was like okay we're going to the opposite spe- end of the spectrum of like hot desert oh, i i so that'd be sick if he was like i know where to trade and then he goes to the same cabin you're like yeah <laughs> yeah that would have been fucking totally. silly i think yeah. something that that would have sort of been a little bit like to, to sancho's point like just a little bit more important and integral to the sort of lore 100%. of what was going on here right why i in my brain, I'm like, my first instinct was not necessarily Siberia, which has been fucking incredible also, but like, mixed gym. Take it back to where all this started, right? Something like that. Take it back. But either way, I mean, you could, you could tell that the director was like, this is going to be some of the most stunning photography we do in this mm-hmm. kind of movie. Because the scene where he is running and finally picks Beats himself he's like hard. get up kid and he picks himself up and he starts just hauling ass and it's just him alone on the highway Dude. and the music like kicks in Greg, is man. just insanely perfect it was yeah it's the, that's exactly fast. what it made me think i, I love this montage i just my only question is the why why is it happening why whatever but i love what they did love the music love the cuts between the two we gotta rank it currently the full monty looks like this tied at number one we have rocky two and four then somewhere between number one and two we have creed one <laughs> then number two is rocky balboa 
Balboa. Uh, tied at number three, we have Rocky one and three, and then Rocky five at number four. Um, I would put this personally mm-hmm. uh, tied with Rocky Balboa at number two. Underneath number one's Rocky two II and four and Creed one. I have the fortune and uh, of looking at the list right here. Yeah, that's easier. Can you tell me where to put this, Andy? It's a lot easier for me. Um, I would put this... I like the montage in Creed 1 more than this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would put this at number 2 underneath Creed 1. Me too. Me too. I'll put it there. That sounds good to me. Sancho, no, you got no, outvoted. No. Bro, you all forgetting Rocky Three, dude? The Which one? Thighs. Oh my God, you're right. This has beach, to go underneath bro. that. He's right. <laughs> Thank you. But I'll tell Thank you why. You. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because to our earlier point, thematically, him beating Creed in the race was him yes. getting his spirit back. Mm-hmm. Right? It was him yes. being challenged by an opponent that he knew was greater and being able yes. to beat him, showing him that he could. Mm-hmm. Them splashing each other, <laughs> just sure joy. Jubilation, dude. Just Jubilation, Jubilation is a good you word. Know, one day Jubilation, me and Andy are going to get in the ocean, we're going to splash each other. It's going to be fun. We don't have to do that. We can. We can. Okay. Um, so I would and put it a little bit yeah. lower, too. But yeah. yeah, so then, you know, that we'll put the average then. Of, we'll just put it tied at number three okay. alongside That's Rocky good. 1 and Rocky 3. Great. A lot of ties here. Uh, fight night, Moscow, Russia. Creed is twenty five and one, but he's still the underdog because Drago is so fucking big. Drago walks the halls of the arena and he hears fans calling his name for the first time. They pull the curtain aside as fireballs shoot up into the air, and he says, it, "And then it's incredible." And then Rocky comes to Creed, who's waiting in the locker room by himself, and he says, "It's time, kid. Time for the second, arguably first, dopest walkout of all time." No, but first, Michael B. Jordan turns around. So as Stallone's body disappears behind him, like he was a ghost the whole, ghost time. The whole time. Oh my god! So the spirit of Mick reincarnated as Rocky. Uh, man, this we've talked about this enough, but it can't be it can't be overstated. The 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 thing going around the entire arena and mm-hmm. stopping right above him, and then and the camera following. Him. Yeah, so yeah. fucking cool. Almost like a lifeline for this yeah, arena. Dude. Really, really cool. Um, her coming out and singing, great. End of it is the only reason why I'd put this underneath the other one because it kind of just piddles out. You're yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess we're going up into the ring now. I it's it all that stuff is always a bummer. You know uh, what I mean? Like I feel like you need to stick the landing of the entrances you, to like, but it's like the best opening ever. Uh, and then of course, here's we, what I'd say. Here's here's what I would pitch to Tim. Mm-hmm. We put a trampoline at the base of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jumps on it. Cartwheels or front yeah. flips over. Mm-hmm. When he lands, fireworks as soon as he impacts. A superhero landing. I love it. Yeah. Start shotgunning beers. Yeah. Iron Man uh, too. We, we right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a great moment. Uh, Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago sharing a ring for the first time in 30 years. Great line there. The bell rings. And man. Hold on. The four of them in the ring. Yeah. Such a WWE yeah. moment. I fucking yes. love getting the, the whole, like, it's, it's Rocky. It's Drago. It's Drago. It's Creed. Oh, my Lord. I'm fucking hyped. Let's go. The bell rings and Drago comes out swinging. Love that Donnie is in the Nomad shorts this time. Super yes. cool. Dude. Never noticed that before. So the clean, whole dude. fucking awesome. suit. He comes out of Sith fucking Lord. Mm-hmm. He looks so badass. Yeah. I forgot to even bring that up, man. It, it's, it's the, it's, yeah, it is the Nomad. in America, dude. Yeah. Straight up, dude. It's yeah. the Nomad black and white American. God damn, it looks so, so good. Clean. And, so clean. And Creed looks like a completely different fighter here, man. Yep. He is ducking. He's oh, dodging. He's, he's parrying. He's everything. Dude, he, they can't, he can't even see this guy. His vocalizations mm-hmm. throughout it where he's like, let's get it. That's what's up. Like, oh my God. It's so fucking cool. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drago mm-hmm. tells Victor to swing, uh, to drop him. Rocky gives Creed a strategy that his old man used to use. And it worked. 
Creed gets in the trouble in the second and drop. I'm sorry. Uh, he gets in trouble in the second and drops to his knee. This time, though, of course, uh, Drago shows restraint and manages to put him down before the end of the round. Rocky tells him to take uh, take the eight count. He's like, take the eight count, be smart. And instead of just popping back up, his ego subsides and he takes the eight count, gets back up. Great. And he says, you know, he's, yeah. he's better. Uh, you knew this was going to be a war. It's going to come down to to uh, to who has the biggest heart. You want to you want to give pain. You got to take pain. Take pain. The, I want to say what uh, echo what Andy said. Like everything about it, the 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 cuts to the ringside, the ad libs between or the libs between uh, Rocky and Drago, where Drago himself was like, "Hey, counter that." It was really cool, and I think it really added to the immersion to the entire experience. And we did we did talk about in the first fight where uh, Tess is dressed like Tessa is dressed like Adrian. Kind of she has a beret and everything. All right, she has the Adrian vibes, uh, and then seeing like. I like it that they're they're there in that fight in ringside versus like on a TV screen because mm-hmm. that, that really dampened everything that Adrian was doing uh, when Rocky was fighting. But uh, like the whole thing was just really well shot, really well done, and by far I, I just enjoyed every single moment for it. And it felt like you're literally watching a sport. Yeah, this, on the TV screen. This was these two fights were the only ones I've had in this whole in review series. Well, I just don't have any notes. I'm like, yeah. this is perfect. I like where the other ones, Rocky's getting punched every fucking millisecond, <laughs> or like the camera work can be kind of wonky, or maybe it just doesn't seem super believable. This one, I think they just nail. This is pitch perfect. And mm-hmm. one of the things I loved most about it is that everything you're saying absolutely true. But I also loved there's like the WWE element of it of the storytelling of getting Rocky having that moment with him where he's just like like. Should, are we throwing in the towel? And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I didn't think so. And like Rocky is supporting him. And then you get the, uh, the, the, um, Drago's oh, mom absent. walking oh. away and he throws in the towel and it Drago threw in the towel. Dude. It's like so fucking good, man. I like, was, I was, I felt like I was watching a WDE match when like, holy. It's, it's the perfect kind of like ending to this fight with, everything else that has happened yep. in the, in these people's lives. It's perfect. So it's time for some final fight hype, everybody. Mm-hmm. Currently, the list looks like this. Number one is Rocky Balboa, which I will say, fantastic fight in Rocky Six, the HBO presentation. Love it. Uh, number two, Creed One. Number three, Rocky Four. Rocky Two, Rocky One, Rocky Three, Rocky Five. This is my number one. This is my number one. I'll say I'll, I'll actually put it at number one too. I think you really feel attention in this fight, and I feel like you you really feel the stakes, and these two actors sell it. I think it's a really good fight, Sancho. I I, I love. Drago getting back up even though he knows he's fucked and he's been knocked down and they're both absolutely just getting destroyed and Creed's ribs are still fucked and you see that moment where he gets back up and he does that dodge mode like ah dude this is just the coolest this is really fucking rocks man Rocky I, I, I know my vote won't matter here in a sense in the scream of these but I just want to give a shout out to Rocky Balboa because it had that moment where it played the, the that gong right when he stands back up oh yeah and the only thing this this fight doesn't have it but it has so much more so i i, I would have to agree that rock that creed 2's fight is overall hype but i think it's just because from start to finish and like i mentioned before the the button at the end of stallone saying hey go ahead it's your turn and playing like, the rocky theme is, dude and the rocky theme oh, in this one is so hard and it's so perfect so good. especially when he gets that first knockout but I, I just think like there are a lot of moments in this fight that work out really well and you guys mentioned it uh, the little things with victor but i think what when nick said that this humanizes him this is the most i feel sad for victor at the end because it's it's just you know he couldn't beat creed for the first time and it, that was very sad to see 
a Rocky opponent or Rocky uh, Oppo to go through all that. There you go. Uh, of course, Rocky wins. Bianca gives him a hug. Over on the other side of the ring, Drago is completely just disappointed with himself, but his father tells him it's okay. Because he finally gets... Great moment. It's a great, great moment. Because he's like, I God. that that moment can't be overstated with Drago, where nope. he throws in the towel because he finally realizes, like, holy shit, I'm pushing my kid to his death. Yeah. If I don't do something now, this kid's going to fucking, like, have... There's gonna be, it's going to be bad. It's like two in the morning. I'm in bed. I'm like, throw in the towel. Let's go. Like, like, oh, man. It's so <laughs> and, amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's just it, just a great moment. Just a great moment there. Um, then we cut, we cut ahead. Uh, oh, actually, no. We talked about it a little bit, but I do want to say, I think the best moment in the movie is where Rocky, like, you know, gives him the gives, mm-hmm. the gives him the pound, and he's like, you know, it's it's your time now. Yeah. And then he sits down as this oh beautiful God. shot of mm-hmm. um, just Michael B. Jordan getting engulfed back into the chaos of like the post fight celebration. Yeah, it's so great, dude. It's, it's great so moment. it's so good, and like uh, I almost don't even want to in- invoke these words, but I'm going to. Do it. it. It feels like the best version of Luke Skywalker disappearing, sitting on that stupid rock. You know, where you see it, you're sure. just you're just like, sure. Like, oh, this is this is the end. This is this is the lake. <laughs> Kevin's in the control room. Yeah, I can feel <laughs> Kevin seething, and I mirror that energy. There I'm you go. same energy. Wow. Uh, we'll move right along. Weeks later, Donnie heads to his father's grave to say hi. Because I came here to oh. tell you that I did it, but I didn't do it for you. So I did good. it because it was my fight, and when I stepped in that ring, it wasn't just about me. Uh, and then we're intercutting two scenes here where Rocky finally uh, takes a much-deserved time off and finally he gets to meet his grandson. He knocks on the door and the kid answers. He's the cutest little kid ever. And then, of course, uh, we see cameo by Milo, Ventimiglia, who's like, oh, Baby shit, Rocky. we got him back. And he says, uh, you know, he tells his grandson, you look just like his mother. And he goes, uh, and then Milo Ventimiglia goes, yeah, I know. It's it's really nice. Dude, I, I was just crying by the end of this. When they hugged, like, mm-hmm. it's just, Sylvester Stallone is just such a, gr- a, a great actor that just gives off like yep love yeah and oh man it's so good it, it's it's those moments as well that we saw where even when michael b jordan tells him like you should have thrown a towel you were remember in rocky one he also he was always like yeah well he, he kind of like absorbs that pain and right. that suffering a lot of those early rockies and but man what a like whoever wrote like, i think stallone wrote the screenplay for this but the writing on this it just makes so much sense and what a perfect send-off because now he does because you know, when my dad turned to a grandfather, he's became uh, he's a much better he's a much better grandpa than dad. You know, mm-hmm. to my kids. So to know that Rocky's character has a second, like a third, fourth life, so to speak, and mm-hmm. that he now has a job to be not a trainer, not the best boxer, but the best grandpa. And like that, that's really cool. Just to make it, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, it's family, and uh, to him to make that connection again. It's just it's really cool because that's now that's his final fight, so to speak. And he gave the kid the ball. The ball. He gave the kid the fucking ball, man. Uh, Can't wait to see a kid tossing up that ball in twenty years. (laughs) Still had like where to get half from. Uh, Of course, the last scene here is a a, a, a Apollo saying, "Excuse me, Adonis saying." Sometimes we think we have to do it all on our own, but we don't. And then he introduces uh, his granddaughter to to Apollo. He says, "This is your granddaughter, Amara. Say hi to Pop Pop." That is Creed too. That is so good. All right, now it's time for a thing I like to call Ragu Opo. <laughs> Ragu. Opo. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk, the opponents of the Rocky slash Creed series. Tim, where are we on the list? So currently, number one is uh, Apollo Creed from Rocky 2, so and then Drago from Rocky 4, and then Creed from 1. 
Clubber Lang, Dixon, Tommy Gunn, Pretty Ricky from Creed coming in last place. Tommy the Machine Gun, Andy. Tommy the Machine Gun. Where do we put Drago 2? Victor. You know, it didn't give him much to play with here, but I like this character, and I think we did get him humanized a little bit. What was number three? Number three is Creed from Apollo, from from one. Creed from Apollo 1. one. Yeah, I would put him, and what's four? Four is Clubber Lang. I'd put him under Clubber Lang. Oh. I, I like Victor a lot, but man, you can't, you can't, I mean, as far as, we're talking like bombasticness of bad guys here, the opponents. Yeah. Come on, dude. Think about, think about yeah. Clever Leg and how fucking horrible he was in that movie. He's like, a comic book that. movie. He was just yeah. a force to be reckoned with. I'm sorry, we're I, gonna, I mean, we're gonna debate quality versus quantity in this. That, there's, there's a lot to, to go on. I get what you're saying. I think for me, it's more like, yes, he is just the opponent, but when you look at the Drago family and the way that they made Drago a cartoon villain, such a great sympathetic villain in this one. Yeah, I think it deserves more credit, man. Right, where are you gonna put it? I'd where's, put this. Where you, I would beginning? put this above Drago. Top. Me too. Wow. At number wow. two. Wow. No. Oh, so no. I said. I said fifty, and you said hundred. I, <laughs> I I would say he's above Clubber just because it's not just Victor. It's Victor and Drago. Like I put them together. Uh, that's a good as point. A unit. So that's a good like, point. To, together they make a great opponent to Rocky and Creed because Rocky has to deal with like the death of Apollo and the stuff that he broke that that because the fear in Rocky's eyes when Drago shows up at the Italian restaurant that was really cool Mm -hmm. um but I I just have to put like for Drago to save his son by throwing in the towel the one thing that he, that you know we talked about it I think that just goes to a little bit about Clubber Lang I mean Grant Clubber's like Hey, Bob, why don't you be with a real man? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to make his team. Let's rocket. make a play here to, he to rank this, to yeah. kind of meet in the little, a middle a little bit. What if it was a like number three? So under OG Drago, but above Creed one. See, I think when you put it that way, though, when you put it the way you guys are kind of phrasing it, I actually would make a case. This is better than the original Drago. All right. This hey. might be too. I, I would just say be, just because you're right. I forget that Drago is a character in this. Yeah. And he's a lot yeah. more complex as is his son. So I would say maybe put it number two. So it's number sure. two then, Drago and Drago. There we go. Drago v. Drago. And now it's <laughs> time for. to rank the Rocky Creed cinematic universe. Currently number one, Rocky two. Number two, Rocky Balboa. Number three, Rocky. Number four, Creed. Number five, Rocky three. Rocky four. And then Rocky five coming in at number seven. This is number one for me. Number one, baby. <laughs> With a bullet. With a bullet. Oh, Sancho. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> what are we going to do about I, this? I totally get I totally get why it's it's number 1 and I and I see it's a very modern take on everything. And you know, you can't it's, it feels like an Iron Man debate, you know. Do you have an MCU with an, without Iron Man? Do you have Rocky without Rocky 1? Like do you have Creed 2 without Rocky 1? I would definitely have to put this it's two at least because it's better than Rocky Balboa by a mile. I mean, Rocky Balboa had those moments. Remember, the whole thing about Rocky Balboa is the reason why the fight's happening is because there's a virtual simulation between Mason the Lion Dixon yeah, not, and yep. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, yep. So it makes no sense for it. I mean, that's more of a Rocky like journey of him. Well, he got to look at this beast inside me and I want to get out, let out. And that was like such a great moment. <laughs> Did we make? Know, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did we make a reference earlier today of the girl from Rocky Two? Yeah, being in yeah, something because wasn't she the woman in Rocky yes, Balboa? She was. Yes, <laughs> yes, she, she was. was. She was uh, the bartender. Maureen, yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, Maureen, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot so, about that. Sorry. 
<laughs> so Fantastic. The, so to, to, to put the bow on everything, the reason why I would say is too, because it takes all these essential characters and, and Michael B. Jordan shines as well throughout all this. But I would say that if this is the last time we say goodbye to Rocky as a character in cinematic, his, cinematic history, the way they did, I, I don't think they could do it any better than that. Good point. Um, so I would have to put it better than Rocky Balboa because Lil Marie and that kiss in that Vegas hallway. Marie, that's what weird. it was. It was weird, hey, bro. Lil Marie. Lil Marie. It was, it was weird. Um, Nick, but take yeah, us I home. I, you know, I could go either way on this, honestly. I think a lot of my nostalgia for Rocky too, and I love those moments, and I love that it really is the the – the beginning of something great or rather the culmination of something great here. We're really, we're really building upon that lore and we're building a lot on all those references. And we get, I think a really good emotional punch at the end of this. And it is a, it is a Rocky movie at the end of the day. It's a Rocky and a Creed movie. So I could see, I mean, I, it's definitely above Rocky six, Rocky Balboa. The question is, is it better than Rocky two? <sighs> That's a tough question. Tim. It is a it's tough, a question. It is a tough now, question. My, my argument to you is yes. that I think that the last like, third of rocky 2 is like unfuckable but the rest of it's not that great <laughs> you're right whereas creed 2 it's pretty goddamn great the entire time i'll tell you what tim you won me over ah, I'll put it number one. we did it baby creed is on top i'm so excited about this creed 2 at number one here's the question where's where creed, creed will be? creed 3 fall a lot of things are being said. People are really hyped on this Wait, one. Really? Really hyped. Like pre-reviews and shit? Like really, really hyped oh, on shit. it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Will we get all that? Uh, I mean, he's been talking a lot about being inspired by anime. Are we going to get all the inner monologue taking a punch and be like, wow, he took that punch like no, like Fuck nothing. I hope we do, Andy. <laughs> I, I want it. We do. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, I did well, see one works. thing. Uh, about okay. it, where they're talking about the the uh, anime fight insp inspiration, and he's like, "There is a Dragon Ball Z punch in it," and I saw the clip of him getting like it's the thing where he gets punched, he goes, oh, and you see like fucking sweat coming off his back. Oh, like, this is gonna shit. be incredible. Oh, 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 <laughs> no. Love it. We'll have um, to wait and see. My 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 sub question to that is: Do you think Jonathan Majors shoots up to number one out of all the Rocky? Ooh, I, hope so. I, I think that he definitely has the chance because right now Creed Apollo Creed from Rocky Two is number one. I think he could be beat. I think this is going to be not only... I think maybe the story stuff may not be as strong as it can be, but it's going to be just straight-up screen presence and acting from Jonathan mm. Majors is going to have him at, at number well, one. And we're probably going to have a couple scenes between the two, which would be nice and refreshing. Yep, you know, we never get true. a scene. We never, ever get two scenes, with the exception of Rocky mm. and Apollo. Mm -hmm. They actually get to sit down and talk. So that'll be interesting I, to watch. Yeah. I think, and then at the same time, I think the big drama will be Tesla's character. I think, you know, we already saw signs of her losing her hearing. I think yeah. maybe she's completely lost it. And we'll see some, you know, some ASL, things like How that. How old's the daughter? A little bit to it. Yeah, it's the same thing as well. Yeah, there's a, lot, a, of, lot, of, fight? a lot of things that's on the line. And at the same time, we could we could all reflect on it together because we're going to watch it together. We're going to watch this movie together. Sancho West is flying up to San Francisco. He will be live right here in the spare bedroom for Creed 3 in review next Friday. I can't wait. Uh, Sancho, where can people find you? You can find me at Sancho West and all things. And hey, uh, on Tuesdays, Twitch.tv slash crown, we have a fun show called Multitude. Andy was on it. We had a great time. I'm going to try to get more of the kind of funny guys and gals on it. It's a fun time. It's a couch, couch co-op type beats. It's really fun. Really fun and silly. Hell yeah. Go check that out. Uh, let us know in the comments below what you thought of Creed 2, how excited you are for Creed 3, um, and uh, how into the major watch you are.
You know, just Overwatch. let us know. Major Overwatch, watch. Major Watch. Remember that? Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.